Hi, friends. Hello, hello. You're listening to I'm Sorry What the Podcast with Ashley Sleek. I'm sorry, what? It's just like I showed up at your front door, bottle of wine in hand with 30 minutes of juicy ass gossip to talk about. Like, who doesn't want to do that? I'm sorry, what? We're just here to talk about all those moments that make you really question what's going on in life. Like, why are you hung up over Brad from Bumble? How did Kylie get pregnant again? And, you know, why are you living at home at the ripe age of 29? (laughs) Or is that just me? I'm sorry, what? Hello, hello, and welcome back to I'm Sorry What the Podcast. I'm Ashley Sleek, and um, it is officially September, you know, I mean, not officially, it's been September for a little bit, but I am recovered, I think, from my sister's wedding, so I would like to formally announce that it is now my birthday, and you might be thinking to yourself, if you know me, uh, Ashley, isn't your birthday October 26th? And the answer to that is yes. But here's the deal. The second it crosses into fall, there's a reason that follows my power season. And it's also because it's my birthday season. And I will not, will not be subjected to somebody telling me that I cannot celebrate my birthday for an entire season. Yes, that's right, bitches. There are those annoying ass girls who sit there and they're like, oh my God, it's the countdown to my birthday. And you're like, ugh, these girls get a room. Like, get over yourselves. Hi, that's me. When I was in high school, did I used to write on the whiteboard starting in September, a full-blown countdown till my birthday? Yes, I did. Am I shocked that I have friends? Absolutely. But yet here I am living life and thriving. And I just believe that the party planning for me starts once fall starts. And that is typically on February or on February, maybe honestly, on September 1st. But, you know, I gave my sister, I allowed her her wedding time. You know, it's only fair. She had to wait a whole fucking year um, or two to have this party. So I allowed myself to take a back seat when it comes to the level of crazy that I get at about my birthday. But that's over now. No offense, we've moved on. And the party, not quite yet. I'd still like to have her on the podcast uh, to talk about the party. Not sure if we're going to get to it this week, hopefully, but we'll see. A little teaser, teaser Rooney that um, I'm going to have her on to to talk about it and all that jazz. But let's move out of the way because it's my birthday, bitches. And here's the deal. I was talking to my mom about it this year because, you know, I've been feeling a little pathetic lately, okay? And hear me out. I know... I shouldn't, but it's like, okay, as I mentioned in the blog this week, you know, it's been a long few months, you know, like I had to move home. I'm I'm not in a relationship anymore. I am not on the path to getting married at this moment. Uh, So, you know, I was like, hey, um, I'm turning 29 and I'm single and live with my mom and my dad. Uh, I is it is it pathetic that I want to throw myself a birthday party still like is that is that sad and my mom said you do you girl which like look she can't criticize me at this point because you know I I'm a direct reflection of her parenting so you know if she has to own up to the fact that I'm crazy then she would have to be then held accountable for such crazy so I think she just chose to go along with me and I really appreciate that but yeah I I, I I think that my 30th is going to be big. I've already promised myself that for years. Like I I've been planning my 30th birthday for a long time, but like literally hashing out details in the last two years. Like I already have a theme picked out. I want to do Disney Channel original movie theme. I want to be Sharpay. If I have a boyfriend at the time, he could be Zeke 
or we can be scandalous and he can be Troy. You know what? We'll we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Um, you know, I won't force him to. But like, I just have to assume that Eloy will come and be Ryan and, you know, it will be really fun. And then, you know, George can be Chad because we all know that those two should have ended up together. Look, and and so the 30th is a big deal because I feel like it's socially acceptable to be extra as fuck on your 30th birthday. Whereas all these other years that I've been doing it, my friends have just kind of been putting up with me. But for a 30th, it's like socially allowed. And um, so I wasn't sure what I was going to do for my 29th, you know, because it's like, uh, well, you're going to go hard so hard next year. But like I could also die, you know. I mean, I, I probably won't, but I could. So what's the point of me just saving all of my crazy for 30? You know, I should I should sprinkle a little bit of that into 29 because this is the death to my 20s. I think that it also deserves to be celebrated loud and proud, you know, and uh, I watched this TikTok today. <laughs> about this girl. And I mean, obviously, because my phone's listening to me, uh, it, it was all about this girl who has several birthday parties. And she's like, OK, so we need to have um, I want to do light for my birthday this year. So just like four parties, one all girls pajama party, one couples only one like all the these things. And she's like, and one with this friend group and one with this friend group. And I have to say that, yes, I do do this. And it's not you know, it's it's more like the month of October, usually, you know, at least of the four weekends, like three of those are me celebrating my birthday. But I did used to separate it even further and try to do like a Sonoma County birthday, a Livermore birthday, a travel birthday. And look, I have no intent on having kids. I'm not getting married anytime soon. Like, if I don't give people a reason to celebrate me, they're not going to celebrate me. So if I want to throw myself elaborate ass birthdays and be extra as fuck every year, then I'm going to do it. And listen, maybe it's not your cup of tea and that's OK. Maybe you don't love attention. That's also OK. I don't relate, but that's OK. And I just don't think we should shit on other people for how they want to live their lives. OK, so um, if I want to have 15 birthday parties, I'm going to. I do plan on only having like one 30th birthday and making that one very big. But you know what? I say that now and I'm, you know, I'm still 28. I don't know how I'm going to feel at 29. Um, <laughs> but my next year is so wild. Like I can't imagine doing anything else. Like my 2022 is lit and I cannot have anything coming through and fucking it up. I've had enough of that in 2020 and 2021. I know y'all feel the same, but I just can't. My 2022 is so excitingly insane. I I can't wait. Uh, I also wanted to talk to you all about um, an amazing milestone that I hit in case you missed it on my Instagram. Uh, I know I've been talking about it a few times here on the podcast, my goal of hitting a thousand downloads. And I actually did it weeks ago. So I did hit it uh, before the end of August. And um, the reason I hadn't talked about it yet is because if you didn't just listen to the first six minutes of this podcast talking about how I was demanding several birthday parties, um, this is this is why, because I wanted to do something to celebrate. So I wanted to get a little cake and some candles. And I was just so busy with like the wedding and, you know, all these other life things. And I was super sick. Um, I'm feeling a little bit better, but not like 100%. But anyways, so uh, 
you know, all these all these other things were getting in the way of me celebrating my thousand downloads. So I did it now. I bought a, a pumpkin cake from Nothing Bunt Cakes, which thank God I waited because now the pumpkin spice is out and it's like, yes, please. So um, I enjoyed that. I lit candles and it was really great. And, you know, I cannot thank you all enough for getting me to that milestone and continuing to listen to this podcast. Like, I I know I say this all the time. I just love doing this. It just brings me so much joy. And I love when I'm talking to someone and they're like, oh, yeah, I heard that on your podcast or like, oh, yeah, you know, you were talking about this. And like, I have this comment and it just it's so special. And it's the feeling I used to get, you know, from being on air and radio. And I and I love and miss that all the time. So this is just so awesome. And like, wouldn't this be cool if we just blew this shit up and like I was at the Met Gala? You know what I mean? Like, wouldn't that just be so fun? Everyone's so upset about influencers being at shit. And I feel like it's so funny because I don't think anyone's ever going to win on this because I remember the big hoopla being like, why are the Kardashians at the Emmys? Like, why is reality TV stars, you know, out at big events and blah, blah, blah. It's like, well, bitch, they're popular and influencers are the new reality TV stars. So let them be. Listen, I love seeing Bretman Rock out. If you do not know who he is, he is an influencer that I'm obsessed with. He's so freaking beautiful. He is himself unapologetically. And, you know, we love that shit here. And I love seeing his ass on the red carpet. I also don't hate the D'Amelios. I don't really have a problem with them. I I think they're kind of cute. I think Dixie and... Noah are adorable for some reason. I'm like invested in this like what is it little little Huddy and Charlie drama like I just want them to be together like I don't know I I I can't hate it. I just feel like you know these influencers are kind of celebrities like yes I think that there is a special place for the movie stars and the TV stars you know and and their their celebrityism but you know, these influencers, they hustle too. They hustle too. And they are influencers. They're making an influence. So maybe you would want them wearing your clothes and all that stuff. I don't think that they should be totally shit on for being at these events. It just kind of makes sense to me. And honestly, like, I just think there's room for us to love both. You know, I think that there's room for us to be obsessed with you know, the TV stars of the world and the TikTok stars of the world. You know what I mean? And I also have to admit that um, I don't stop recording for a lot of things. Like I don't I if I'm doing the podcast and someone calls, I typically like ignore it. I don't send text back. But I did actually just stop the podcast because my family was talking about what pizza to get tonight for dinner. And, uh, you know, my sister had suggested barbecue chicken. And my mom was like, they only have the barbecue chicken luau, you know, from Mountain Mike's. And I was like, wait, we have to get that. Pe-. Like it was I-, I thought for a second that wasn't the one we were getting. And I specifically suggested Mountain Mike's so we could get the barbecue chicken luau pizza from Mountain Mike's. So like I- it was really important that I stop recording. for that. <laughs> uh yeah, I think I I think living at home is is a lot and I need to figure that out. Anyways, um okay, uh hi, 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 hi. So I wanted to um talk a little bit about um breakups and shit like that today and with the question of the week because here's the deal and this is where I'm just going to make a blanket statement that anyone in my family should just stop listening right now. Um I realize that I feel like I'm being robbed 
in my breakup because I'm not getting a hoe phase. And I feel completely, completely robbed. Okay, here's my deal. It's like I know there's a lot of reasons to be upset about the pandemic. Like, obviously, people are dying. Obviously, like big events like graduations and weddings and all this shit got canceled. But on a subpar of the like sad parade of shit going on with the pandemic, I would like to talk about how shitty it is to go through a breakup in a pandemic. I didn't I didn't think about it like I really didn't think about it because, you know, I was just I think I've been so busy that I was just out living my life. And obviously I had like the Ohio moment and all this stuff. But it just it really all came to a head this past weekend when I was like, wait a second, wait a second. I went out to the bars and I had a full freaking panic attack for five days until I could get COVID tested that I was going to have COVID. And like and and even the next day I was kind of like, oh, yeah, like that was kind of yeah, that was like sketchy. But then once Monday hit, I was like, holy fucking shit. And that's so annoying. Like, gone are the days where you just have to be afraid of getting pregnant. Now it's like I have to worry about catching a fucking life threatening illness. And, you know, and now if I want to go like hoe it up, I have to worry about all this other stuff. That's frustrating. And I feel upset and robbed. I told Kim today, I said, listen, this is what I think I need. I would like to go to the bars. I would like to make out with two different dudes. Then I'd like to cry about it. And then I'd like to make out with one more and go home with him. But with all of us together so we can stop and get Taco Bell. Like this is just the plan I would like to have. I didn't it didn't faze me that maybe it would be fun to be single. Like I was so wrapped up in, oh, my gosh, I have to get back on the dating apps and like go on dates like Well, yes, I am very excited to do that. But what about what about the messy shit? Like, what about all that? And trust me, I had a little taste of the messy. Um, I would like to not do messy shit in my own hometown, per se, because, um, yeah, that's not fun. I would like it to not be somebody that I could potentially know. Like, let's maybe not do that. But I would I would like a hoe face. I I think that I am I earned one. Um, I think that I, I'm not saying I need it. Like if Mr. Wright would like to come along right now and knock on my door and deliver me flowers, I'd be happy to get married. But since that's not happening for whatever reason, I I think it's fair. And for all my my fellow feminists out there, if you're upset about me calling it a hoe phase, here's the deal. Like I don't think I I like to own the word hoe. Okay, it's just a funny thing to say. And I don't feel like, you know, I don't feel like it's this bad thing to go live your life and like make out with whoever you want and bring whoever you want home. Like you do you. I'm definitely not looking down on you because I just want to be you. And um, I just love the term hoe phase. And I think it's endearing. So uh, it it made me think when I was laughing about this to myself about like weird advice people kind of give during a breakup, like good or bad, you know, and I was thinking about a lot of people who are like to get over him, you need to get under someone else, you know, which LOL, I don't believe that shit for a second. That's not what I'm trying to do. This this to me is not for me to get over my ex. It's for me to enjoy the fact that he doesn't exist anymore. You know what I mean? It's like I've been sad about it, but I'd like to enjoy it. So that's all I'm asking for. So I asked during the question of the week this week, what what exactly, you know, 
what what advice have you been given? You know, all this stuff. And uh, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I didn't get too many responses on this, which is totally OK. And maybe it's because I asked something like similar before about relationship advice. But I was just thinking like, you know, or I asked like, what's the worst thing that you've heard after a breakup? Um, OK, so. Uh, I love this one. Date yourself, which I completely agree. I think uh, something else I would really like to get into doing is taking myself on dates and like actually going to dinner alone and stuff. That idea scares the shit out of me anxiety wise. There is a reason I've spent at least $100 a month door dashing Cold Stone. The idea of me walking into a Cold Stone alone is so terrifying like a cold stone ice cream like my order is probably like seven bucks and I'll pay 20 easy just to get that shit door dashed to my house like I the anxiety is so high but I would love to like power through that and actually go sit down at a restaurant and like you know eat by myself and I could bring my iPad with my you know little keyboard and do some blogging so it's kind of like you know like I'm I'm the star, like I'm the main character. Here I am blogging at the cafe, like maybe some honey will look at me and be like, oh, my God, she's so interesting. Is she writing a book? And it's like, yes, you know, it's just me writing about my feelings. But anyways, um, I love this. Bad advice is it just takes time and there are plenty of fish in the sea. And I know I already bitched about the fish in the sea thing, but the plenty of time there it takes time is I think what I think that's what I've heard the most of. And I, I get it because it's bad and good. It's like, I think that's true. But what's what's so hard is that, you know, for someone with anxiety, you know, I'm just like, yeah, but when is it over? But when? But how long? And then no one can really tell me that because that there's there's not an answer to that question because it varies by person and I get stressed. Good is to go to the gym and blast some music and get that shit done, which I agree. I love the breakup glow. I mean, I'm trying not to pressure myself into feeling the glow up, but it's more it's not to me about, you know, wanting to lose all this weight and all that stuff. I mean, that's a great benefit. But to me, like getting healthy is more of like a choosing yourself kind of thing, because at least in my past relationship, like I tried so hard to get us healthy and like I can't tell you enough and I cannot stress this harder how much I hate working out like I was an athlete. I get it. But there was a like there was something pushing me to that. And there was a team that I believed in and I wanted us to be good. And so I worked out for that. And now I have to just do it for me. And I fucking hate it. And I, I mean, it's never been my favorite thing in the world anyways. But I I tried so hard in my relationship for us to like get up and do morning walks. But it's kind of hard to do that when your boyfriend doesn't want to fucking live with you and wake up with you in the morning. So there's that. But, you know, I really I would try to get us to go to the gym, do all this stuff. And it was just like resistance, resistance, resistance. And now it's kind of like, OK, I need to like I need to do this, you know. I love this one was volunteering. I know many people who have met their significant others this way. Um, I don't remember if I mentioned this on the podcast, but it's a it's a worthy story to tell twice, if not. But I was talking to my dad about <laughs> dating and uh I was like, I don't know if I can do these apps. I'm just like stressed. It was like during one of my mental breakdowns. I think I did talk about this. This is when I got hit in the head with the um, this is when I got hit in the head with the shower curtain. But I can't remember if he mentioned if I mentioned that he said this. But he's like, maybe you should just go take a class or something and meet someone that way. So who knows? I I maybe I'll take a class or, you know, join a club as this is or volunteer. And and the suggestion was volunteering at an animal shelter. So then you know, you could get dogs and men, but luckily I live at home or else I would be bringing home 
a ton, a ton of men. So um, <laughs> I meant to say dogs. <laughs> I'm leaving it in because I was too good. I was just trying to say that I was going to bring home a ton of, ton of dogs. But I accidentally said a ton of men. Oh, my God. She's a mess. She is a mess. Um, I know that there's a lot of hot gossip going on because the VMAs were on last night. And I can't believe I didn't watch them. You know why? Because I wanted to finish Gilmore Girls so fucking bad. I was like, I have been going down this Gilmore Girls path for what feels like three months now. And I was so close to finishing it that I just did. And I totally missed the VMAs. But I have to say... I I loved the ending of Gilmore Girls. So I haven't watched the Gilmore Girls through the years thing, which is what I wanted to watch. But I was like, shit, I should watch the whole season first. But I have so many thoughts on the end of Gilmore Girls that I'm just going to share like a few right now. And if you have not seen the end, just skip ahead. Um, this will probably take like five minutes. But first of all, Logan proposing to Rory was so fucking annoying. Here's why. Um... I, I do sincerely believe that you should have a conversation about marriage before you get engaged. I don't want it to take the sparkle from anything, but like if you want to go like I, I enjoy the whole ring shopping thing together. I think that's super fun. And but I think at the bare minimum, there should be a conversation about if you want to get married, because it just broke my heart that Rory has been working so hard to get to Yale right? Like this bitch worked her ass off. She kind of fucked up for a little bit. And then, you know, she, she came back. Like she was managed to take time off Yale and still graduate at the same time as Paris Geller. Like that shit was impressive. Okay. And then fucking Logan proposes to her. And then now she's all like messed up in the head and like, can't enjoy her own graduation. And the night that, you know, her and her mom and her grandparents should be celebrating her graduation. She's all stressed out in a carriage about if she should say yes or not. And then she has to go through a breakup during like leaving college, which if you've graduated from college, you know, that shit's not easy. Like the mental shit. I think I'm still recovering from graduating from college. And I, you could tell that Rory was feeling that and it just stressed me out. But OK, all that is irrelevant besides the fact that you guys know how badly I want to Luke Dane's daddy in my life. And I just I want that so bad. He him and Nick Miller are my ultimate TV crushes. And it was killing me watching Lorelai with Chris. And I was like, wait, is this season going to end? Because I've seen clips of the through the years. So I know that Luke and Lorelai end up together. But I was like, am I not going to get to see it? I need to see it. I need to see how this ends up. And then Luke throws her a fucking party for Rory and that is the definition of if he wanted to he would this is why I'm not putting up with shit anymore okay I'm not doing the whole like oh maybe he just didn't know that it wasn't your birthday or that wasn't important to you Nisha no fuck that we are only dealing with the top tier these days bitches and if you're not willing to throw me an entire party in the middle of the rain for my daughter to go to college or graduate college, then I don't want it. Okay. I'm just, I, it's too much. It's too much. So anyways, <laughs> that's why I didn't watch the VMA. So I, I missed all that shit, but I did want to talk about our girl, Britney Spears getting engaged. Yes. Queen things are coming up, Britney. And I am so excited. You know, it's sounding like things are going better with the conservative ship. I mean, we're not there yet, but I feel like we're on the right path. And she got engaged and that was super exciting. But then <laughs> Octavia Spencer comments on her picture and is like, girl, get a prenup. Like, make sure you get a prenup. And I'm like, where the fuck did Octavia Spencer just come from? Like, she comes out of nowhere and hits her with the prenup shit, which, look, I agree. 
Because I'm a prenup gal myself. Like, look, as much as I joke about marrying rich and all that shit, and, you know, still goals, I still want to have my own money, too. And I also just think a prenup is a good thing. I don't think it makes it less romantic or anything. Shit just happens, okay? And I don't think that you signing a prenup means that you think your relationship's not going to last. It just means, like, okay, if something happens, we're prepared. So I'm team prenup and I get what she's saying, but um, her fiance actually responded to this, which was super funny. And he said, thank you. Everyone is so concerned about the prenup. Of course, we're getting an ironclad prenup to protect my Jeep and my shoe collection in case she dumps me one day with all these like crying, laughing emojis. And I love that. I thought that was the perfect response and like a hilarious kind of play on on him being, you know, in the mode of, I know this bitch makes significantly more money than me. It's okay. I'm not marrying her for the money. I've got my Jeep and my shoes. Like, it's just, it was really funny and I liked it. Um, I also just wanted to comment really quickly on John Mulaney's uh, announcement that he's having a baby with Olivia Munn. And I used to not hate Olivia Munn because I watched the newsroom and I thought she was great on there and I thought she was cute. But um, I'm having a hard time. Because I'm on John Mulaney TikTok somehow, and I don't even watch his comedy. I don't know how I ended up there. I hear it's where people with uh, who are mentally unstable end up. So that makes sense. But anyways, you know, I I've just been reading all about, you know, him having all these like drug problems and he was married and she like support him through all that. And then they get a divorce. And now, you know. he's already like with someone else getting her pregnant. I just it makes me nervous. And I watched Olivia Munn with Aaron Rodgers. And, you know, I was always on her side and was like, I don't think she's the reason that his family broke up. But now I don't know. I think she's toxic. I also have seen a few TikToks of readings from her book where it's very fat phobic. And as a big girl, I just can't. I just can't support that. So I'm not going to say hate her because I don't want to hate anyone I don't know. And she's never given me like a full blown reason to. But something feels fishy about the situation. And I don't think I like it. I don't think I'm into it. So uh, now it's time for our I'm sorry what moment of the week. And in case you missed it, it's fall, y'all. And I know that fall officially starts on September 22nd. I know the date. It's my chronoversary. It's fine. But... I celebrate fall the second that it hits September. And here's my thing about it. I don't understand why it gets so many people's like fucking panties in a bunch. Like, I'm sorry. What what does it what does it affect you that someone's excited for pumpkin spice latte? I, I get that everyone's like, it's happening too quickly. It's happening too quickly. But it's like, but why? Why can't fall start in in August? Like, You know what I mean? If we're already kind of jumping over Thanksgiving as a fall holiday and making it Christmas, then why can't we etch into August? It's not like there's a holiday in August that we're all so fucking excited about that's getting overshadowed. I just don't get it. And also, I'm just tired of the people who hate on pumpkin in general. You're old, you're boring, you're crusty, you're weird. Nobody thinks you're cool because you don't think pumpkin's cool. Get over yourself. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't make you special because you don't like something that everybody else enjoys. And I just think it's so fucking weird that people feel the need to just shit on something because someone likes it. Look, I love all the basic ass jokes. I'm here for it. Like, call me basic all day. But sending pictures of, like, pumpkins and garbage cans and shit, it's just like, shut the fuck up. Nobody thinks you're cool, okay? And I just don't understand, like, it's not hurting you for us to like something, right? It's just like, 
my belief in pumpkin spice lattes that I don't even drink. Like I can't even drink coffee and I still believe in them and it's not hurting anybody. So why is it bothering you so much? Like, why can't we just enjoy shit? Like I personally, I'm not Christmas's biggest fan. I've been trying to get on board, but I, I'm, I've never been a huge holiday person. I just, I love, I live and breathe fall, but I will peppermint hot cocoa that shit up all day, every day. And I will bake cookies with you and I will sing your fucking songs. Okay. And I am not going to shit on you because you love it. Okay. Listen, I don't understand Crocs. And, and for a while, I was kind of mean about it, but I decided to let it go because it brings somebody joy. So if you want to be a croc wearing, you know, psychopath, then I'm I'm going to let you and I'm just going to let you do you. OK, so I just if it's not hurting anybody, let it go and let me be basic. This is my power season and I will not let somebody make me feel bad about that. It's just like my birthday. If I want to fucking celebrate, then I want to celebrate. It's not hurting you. Actually, it's benefiting you. If you are my friend, then you are getting to attend a fun ass party. And that's not to say that if you didn't attend, you're not my friend. It's very hard for me because I would like to invite every single person I've ever locked eyes with to a party to celebrate. I think the other reason, I don't know how I jump back on the birthday train, but I'm not surprised. This is why I like celebrating my birthday so much with my friends, because to me, it's also an opportunity for me to spend time with everybody and thank them, because I know that for the past year, some fucking shit's gone down. Some bullshit's happened. I've been crazy. I've cried. And and all these people have been there to support me. So if I can, you know, bring you to my house and bake you a mummy cake and, you know, have you party with me and have fun and, you know, have have a day out, then like I'm we're going to do that because it's not just about celebrating me. It's about celebrating all the people in my life that helped me achieve that next year of life. OK, and the pumpkin spice shit is not about people who don't like pumpkin spice. We do it for the people who enjoy it, who like to try it all and rate it all and, and have a good time. So like back off. I'm sorry, what? Also, if you missed it, I'm starting to do my pumpkin alcohol reviews again. So if if you're a loyalist of Ashley Sleek, you know, you've been around the block. Um, when I lived with Eloy and George, we used to do hump day punk day where we would review different pumpkin beers every Wednesday. And it was so fun. I loved it. And obviously we don't live together anymore. So I, I would love to have them on. But maybe when I go visit, I can I can sneak them in. But um, I'm going to start reviewing. I think every Wednesday again, I'm going to review a different um pumpkin product. So I'm super excited because this week uh, I have a seltzer like Shipyard, who's my favorite brewery when it comes to pumpkin. They do my favorite pumpkin beer. They put out a pumpkin seltzer. So I'm super excited to try that. I picked up two others when I was at Trader Joe's. If you have suggestions, please let me know. I'm going to be posting these on TikTok and Instagram Reels. So if you don't follow me already, you can follow me at Ashley Sleek. That's Ashley with two E's, of course. And thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I know I I know you're probably tired of hearing it, but I love doing this. We did it. We hit the thousand downloads and it can only go up from here. People like I am so excited to just grow this podcast. And if there's questions of the week you want to hear, if there's topics you want to hear about, please message me. You can email me directly from my website at ashleysleek.com. Feel free to slide into my DMs on all social media platforms at ashleysleek. And don't forget to like, comment, subscribe and download. Let me know what you like and didn't like about the podcast. I can take the heat. Just don't be too mean. All right. Um, okay, you guys, I love you so much. Okay, bye.